Welcome to the State of Energy podcast. My name is Randy Witt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. And Tom, we are presented this week by our friend Brian Humphreys and the team at One Tank. And uh, One Tank offers propane tank monitoring made by propane dealers. For propane dealers, you can take back control of customers' tanks and winterproof your business. Yeah, uh, we've had Brian on the show a couple times, so th- big shout out to you. Thanks uh, for sponsoring our our show today. It's a great product. It's it really is. It, it turns all of your customers' storage tanks into your storage so we've we've talked about it in the past it's called that tertiary storage brian's got a solution for you steel is super expensive right now you might as well utilize as much of your customers um, storage capacity out in the field as you can for your own storage contact one tank and they'll hook you up with a demo great people great product Right, it's really bringing the uh, the art of propane storage into the 21st century. Find out more by going to one-tank.com. That is O-N-E-tank.com. Welcome to the State of Energy. My name is Rand DeWitt, and that man is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Hello, Mr. Tom. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm just staying on. I'm staying out of helicopters today. <laughs> it's so wild. I mean, if, if anybody, if you, if you're just tuning in for the first time, what he's talking about is the two uh, Black Hawk helicopters from the Utah National Guard that was doing a little training exercise uh, out by the uh, Snowbird Ski Resort. Unfortunately, they both uh, they didn't quite make it back home. Well, yeah, but everybody's safe. We, we can joke about it because nobody got hurt. Um, some skiers got some great video. There's a ton of video. I can't believe how close they were to the skiers were. I mean, they just came right in, right down to there, that mineral basin, and just blew up a whole bunch of light, fluffy snow, which, which Utah is famous for. And apparently they couldn't, they couldn't see, and they both went down. Yeah, actually, a uh, side story. That actually almost happened to me when I was out at Fort Irwin. Uh, here in California as a contractor. Um, It was the middle of the night. There was a sandstorm coming in. We're driving out, uh, and the Blackhawk was trying to land, and the guy that was trying to supposed to be holding off traffic couldn't see, and all of a sudden the top of the car just starts like vibrating. And I realized, okay, we're right underneath a helicopter right now, and then just all of this microphones just start screaming, move, move! (laughs) So I avoided that. And you're still here with us today, so that's good. Or am I? Uh, folks, the uh, the state of energy is about propane and how it's here for an action and ready for action right now. It's the world's most underestimated fuel that we have right now because it's for your home, it's your business, your farm, um, buses, police vehicles, your vehicles, uh, fleet vehicles, forklifts. Uh, we're going to discuss how propane can make your life better, give you energy security and energy comfort. And we have a ton of it. We have so much of it that we're one of we're a huge exporter. We export almost the same amount that we consume here. So we have twice as much propane available than that we're actually using. So there's no there's no need to be oh we're we're at our max capacity for propane. We have plenty more. 
we can stop exporting it and start using it domestically to start uh, cleaning up the environment right here where we're at. And, you know, it's amazing that uh, people don't realize that every time there's an energy emergency, propane rides in on their horse and saves people. All the time. It happens all the time. It really does. And, uh, you know, it, it happened in Texas. Uh, there was a story I, I think I sent you actually uh, from ABC Buffalo uh, said, be prepared with propane. An important part of your severe weather prep is thinking about ways to keep your home running following a storm. Now, a new study shows Americans are not confident that their current electric provider can reliably deliver electricity during all types of weather events. And this is the anniversary of the historic winter storm in Texas that left thousands without power. And, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, the folks at ABC Buffalo talked to someone by the name of Jennifer Bourget, 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 maybe, I don't know, maybe she's French. Uh, she's the find, uh, founder of Cherish365.com, who stayed warm during the catastrophic power outage by teaming up with the Propane Education and Research Council to remind people to be prepared. Uh, they asked her what the experience is like. Jennifer says that we have three kids, and when the lights went out, we ran to our propane-powered fireplace. The kids thought we were having this awesome camp out, but my husband and I tried not to panic because those storms caused the worst energy infrastructure failure in Texas history, and there were shortage of food, water, and, of course, heat. She says, in our case, several appliances in our home rely on propane, so when we had intermittent power, our fireplace, furnace, and uh, water heater were able to quickly warm our family, and uh, she says she didn't even realize there was an issue until they were in the middle of it, so she is just happy to spread knowledge in case other families were looking to make upgrades to their home to protect their families. Yeah, what you know, there's so many things that propane can do in in an emergency situation, and, and you might as well just go prime power with it. You, you could have, look, think of all the things that you could have in your house that run on propane. Uh, and, and not, not just for an emergency, but, but let's just go through them. You could, you could have one, a power generator, right? So an electric generator that runs on propane, you could have that, that propane stored at your house and it, there's switches that as soon as the power goes off, that generator will start up and you, you only know that the power was out because the lights flickered for a minute and the generator just automatically kicked up and it's, it's life uh, like normal for you. Um, but, but then you got your, your furnace could run on, on propane, your water heater could run on propane, your clothes dryer, not, not just your, your cooking stove or your barbecue or refrigerator, your, your refrigerator or your fireplace, the whole house. You really, you really wouldn't need much of, of anything except for a small little bit of electricity to run the lights. And you can find out more about what propane can do for you by going to thestateofenergy.com. Once again, thestateofenergy.com. And we always say this, we're not anti-electric wind, hydro, or solar. We just think that propane should be a part of a well-balanced energy plan. And we're being, I don't know, forced into this electrify everything movement that's not giving the dividends that we need right now. And it's put us in a weird spot because, I don't know, let's look what happens going on right now in Europe, say Russia and Ukraine, and how that's jacking up fuel prices. Yeah, it's un- it's unfortunate what's going on over there. I mean, basically, Russia's just a big gas station. I mean, they're just they're supplying all this fuels for almost half of Europe. And it's, uh, you know, they got, they're strong arming them and, and, um, they're, they kind of got them. They, they, there's not, there's nothing really they can do about it because 
they need that natural gas. They need that oil. Um, the, and and what do we do with that fuel? We're producing electricity with it. That's what we that's what we do with most of the natural gas is we produce electricity with it. So the more we we bring on more and more electric equipment, electric vehicles, electric everything, um, the more we rely on this and the more we put ourselves at risk of energy security. And that's why it makes so much sense to to have a uh, a, a portfolio of, of propane powered equipment you could even have your car run on propane right imagine can you imagine if there was something crazy happens and you can't get any gas for your car you'll be the only guy driving around town because you got a propane powered vehicle that you get to fill up right at your house it's true i mean and you know what i mean this it's propane is energy for everyone we discuss this quite a bit uh, and folks, we're just going to give you four quick points on what's going on with Russia and Ukraine because things are changing all the time. Uh, basically, Russia has claimed two different regions in the eastern Ukraine area, recognizing territorial claims of separatists in the area. Uh, number two, Germany halts the Nord Stream 2. I mean, how long is that going to last? Really? I mean, Germany is saying that they're halting it. But how long can that last because they put themselves behind the eight ball? It's not even open yet. No, but... Uh, it's not received final uh, certification from the German regulators. Right, right. And it's just, you know, in number three, from all of this, shocker, energy prices are going up. I mean, President Biden this week said that defending freedom will always have costs. And when he's saying that, it means buckle up. You ain't seen nothing yet. Prices are going to go up. We're close to, at least as we're talking right now, $100 a barrel. The high point back in 2008, I believe, was about $140 a barrel. Yeah, it got it, there was some spikes up there. It got got pushed. You know, there was some some hedging that was going on for close to $200 a, a barrel back in 2008. But it, it's gonna it's gonna cost more money. All this stuff costs more money. And and every time we start to think about reducing emissions with uh, taxpayer subsidized. Uh, grants or or tax credits to push electricity onto us that just raises the price even higher and we just we just keep digging ourselves further and further in economic injustice by forcing electric everything electrify everything is causing more strife than it's worth at this particular moment in my opinion now, the fourth thing from this Russia-Ukraine uh, issue that we were going to discuss is we told you this was going to happen. <laughs> the state of energy has been reporting on this for over a year now. You know, you, you close line five. Nord Stream 2 is going to open up. What did you think was going to happen? Just building up uh, another Russia to be another fuel powerhouse. I mean, they already are, but it's just getting worse. My question is uh, President Biden keeps saying all options are on the table to help protect Americans from the price spikes. I mean, we can only we only have so much in the strategic reserve we can tap into. Um, could this mean that if all options are on the table, we open up line five again? But how long would that take? Well, line five hasn't been shut down yet. But if it does, boy, it'll be ugly. It'll be really ugly for the for the uh, Midwest, for sure. Well, yeah, and that just ripples outward. And then, and then you try to think, okay, well, China's watching this. China's watching what Russia's doing and what we're not. What are they going to do? And if those two team up, 
look out. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna be ugly. We keep pushing reducing uh, emissions for construction stuff, steel, concrete. We just we keep pushing them to be cleaner and cleaner and cleaner, and it just keeps raising the prices of everything. I mean, I've, I've heard stories of people, oh, the prices are going to come back down soon. I don't think so. I mean, once you once you push these mandates on on making things cleaner, that just re- reflects into a consumer's pr- purchase price. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those those dollars have to be made up somewhere and, th- and they come from higher prices. Well, yeah, it's the same thing when you start paying people that work in the drive-thrus 20 bucks an hour. A hamburger is going to get more expensive. It's the way it works. Yeah, and it probably doesn't help much that, uh, you know, some of your goods that are all electrified are sitting in the middle of the ocean melting away. <laughs> That's right. Um, now, here's the story that Tom is referencing. It's about a cargo ship named Felicity Ace. Now, uh, it's uh, basically what's going on. It's a lithium-ion batteries are fueling this fire on a burning cargo ship. And it's, uh, right now, it's on fire from bow to stern with a lithium-ion uh, battery fire that can't be put out with water alone. The fire has been burning since Wednesday, February 16th. The ship is adrift about 200 miles southwest of Portugal, um, and it left Germany on February 10th, headed for the U.S. with about 4,000 Porsches, Bentleys, and other luxury cars aboard. Some of those, of course, electric vehicles. Now, it's not clear if the batteries contributed to the fire starting in the first place, but definitely the batteries are keeping the flames going. And a forensic investigation is going to take months. So your your Porsche that you ordered, probably you're not going to get it. I don't think you're going to get it. No, no. I think you'll be able to find it on the black market. Uh <laughs> Maybe at about a third. Can you imagine that? So, so this article says this boat's going to be uh, towed to the Bahamas. Maybe is that what it's saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so they're going to unload all these Porsches, Bentleys, Ferraris. I guess a bunch of Volkswagens too. It, you know, and you, you see warnings whenever there's like a a hurricane or some flooding that says watch out for cars that are were were uh slight water damage well they were they were salvaged or they were they were insurance claimed right the, ins- right. the insurance uh right off and and then somebody else bought them at pennies on the dollar and cleans them up so if you do run into a cheap a cheap bentley you might want to sniff around this is crazy i mean this is just one more reason why i mean can you imagine putting your kids in a in a school bus that has a massive battery on the bottom of it well i you know how this is crazy what what these batteries can do in in an emergency situation when something's on fire i mean these things burn for days and days we've seen it with the the tesla stories and those are just small batteries compared to what some of these these cars have i I think I read an article about that new Hummer. The battery weighs as much as a Honda Civic. I mean, come on, Hummer. Nobody buys a Hummer for electric purposes. I mean, I under you know, I you know, I know what they're trying to do with the imaging of it, of it all, but that just doesn't make any sense to me. It just doesn't. An electric Hummer. There's some other auto manufacturers out there that I think they got the right idea here. They're, Toyota and Yamaha are working on a hydrogen-burning V8 motor. Uh, Cummins is working on a, a hydrogen-powered 
big truck engine. And both these companies or all three of these companies have come out and said, look, there's just no way to get the amount of power required for some of these super large engines. We're talking, uh, you know, a, a V8 is probably the smallest one, but some of these locomotive engines, uh, big semi engines, elect an electric motor is not going to be the answer for those. And these guys are already working on the next generation of, of internal combustion engines, which will be running on some clean hydrogen. Now we know hydrogen has been super hard to produce uh, because it takes a lot of energy just to produce the hydrogen to then burn it. But they're talking about, you know, there's new ways of making hydrogen and it, it's coming because they're going to put lots of money and lots of engineers to get this mainstream. Another company we should reference is uh, Generac because uh, the title says of the story, uh, what's bad for the country is good for Generac. Yeah. You know, we talked about the home generators uh, a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard even my friends say, oh, I can't, you can't get a generator right now. You know, I just got on Amazon real quick just to search to see if I could get a home backup generator. You can get a Generac 18KW home backup with the transfer switch on Amazon right now. I could see it 5200 bucks. That's going to run. 18KW is huge. That's going to run a, a really big. That's going to run your house and your guest house and your pool house. Wow, not everybody lives like you, Tom, but that's good to yes. know. <laughs> that, you know, and, and for, for what it provides in the state of the world that we're in right now, um, it's a really good investment to have this, especially if you're in a region that can deal with severe cold or severe heat. I have a, an 11KW Generac uh, home standby system at my house. And man, every so if things go crazy, your pool house won't get the energy. <laughs> I don't have a pool house yet. I do have like a little <laughs> blow up pool. <laughs> I just sorry, I just had the vision of you in this little blow up tool with float little uh, you know little floaties. Yeah, it's it's, it's fun. Uh, I you know it'd be it'd be nice to get a pool. I think they're a couple years out. Really, from what I understand. Maybe I'm calling the wrong guy. Maybe I got to call somebody else. But Well, you know, I mean, the great thing about living where you live is that your pool can turn into an ice skating rink for a couple of months a year. Yeah, why not? You know, I used to do that up in Maine. Go ice skating over the lakes when it was frozen. It was awesome. Let's, let's, talk, about, uh, let's talk about some new clean fuel and California's new gold rush. Oh, yes. This is amazing. So, folks, first of all, uh, you're listening to the State of Energy. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt. You can find out more about what propane can do for you by going to thestateofenergy.com. And uh, as we've often discussed and we we're just discussing, Tom is in Utah, the land of snow and mountain sports and national parks and good living. Rand is in California, which is the home of... Uh, Cow manure power. Happy cows. Happy cows. Uh, This is out of the Wall Street Journal. California's green energy subsidies spur a gold rush in cow manure. A lucrative state incentive to make natural gas from dairy waste is attracting companies from Amazon to Chevron. And it all had to do with the switch, the main biofuel it supplies to power cars and trucks in California. Currently, a type of natural gas is produced with methane emissions from garbage to a chemically identical gas produced from manure of cows. California's green fuels grading system gives cow poop <laughs> gives cow poop gas a much stronger score and much uh, higher subsidies than landfill gas. 
Uh, so that simple substitution could net clean energy an additional $70 million in earnings by 2026. This is pretty cool because... I thought cow poop was bad. I thought the whole cow flatulence was bad for California and they were trying to make that go away. And now all of a sudden it's turning into a cash cow. Yeah, well, look, <laughs> I like that one. Tony, dude. <laughs> the dairy gas is, it says it's a negative... 354 on the carbon intensity score and we've talked about carbon intensity scores in the past it, right. it's it's kind of uh it's it's not a very fun topic but gasoline is a is a 100 that's the worst that's the worst uh propane and dairy gas by far and, is the best because <laughs> yeah, it's a negative so you can take this dairy gas and you can blend it and and create uh, propane out of it, and you can have actually a negative carbon intensity score with your propane. So you can be cleaner than than electricity because it you know it's, it's electricity has a carbon intensity because we use a lot of natural gas to and coal to make electricity. So you you can actually have a negative carbon footprint if you used a uh, one of these bio propane uh, made from happy cows in california uh, <laughs> blended with the propane and there's a couple guys that do this we had we've had some people on our show before that are actually in the business oberon um we had cinch on the on the show a few months back they actually do this they use this product and are making renewable propane out of digester gas. You know what's amazing about this in a parallel story is how much banks are making investing in coal right now. Right now as we speak, they're investing in coal nationally, internationally and they're making buku bucks because it's almost like they're 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 betting on how much coal is going to be used because we're really going to jam through this EV thing Yeah, as, as the years go on. We are, and we're going to need more ways to produce power. I was just researching some, uh, some, some local bills that are in the Utah um, legislative season right now. There was, there's one bill that popped up. It's uh, HB 311. And this is, it's called the clean air heavy equipment tax credit. And this tax credit, allows a business to take $500 per horsepower tax credit for an engine for a vehicle or a heavy duty equipment that runs on elect on an electric motor. So if you if you look at like a, a standard uh, over the road truck, you know, maybe it's a 500 horsepower. So 500 horsepower times $500, 250 grand tax credit. This is this bizarre. Have we lost our minds? Have we really just gone off the deep end? We're like, hey, let's just see how much crazy stuff we can put out there before we get pushed back. Isn't this wild? So they're going to give this money to somebody to switch from gas or diesel or whatever and, and run electric. But the, and, and they call it a zero emissions, mm -hmm. but it's it's not. It never greenwashing. Greenwashing. There you go. Yeah. I searched that one. I, I've heard. I've seen greenwashing on my Google uh, feed more in the past two weeks than I've ever seen anything in my life. <laughs> I just searched <laughs> it you, once, and now it's everywhere. 
it's 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 crazy that we're gonna dump more taxpayer money into running on electricity that here in utah is produced 60 percent by coal it's uh yeah i don't I, you don't even know how to like even open a conversation with folks that are going down this lane because it just it doesn't make sense at all well look we've got propane here We've got plenty of it. It's produced here. Utah, Wyoming, Montana, a little bit in Idaho. We've we've got plenty of storage here. We've got plenty of extra propane here. And you could use propane to clean up your environment, whether it's a big engine, a water pump uh, for your business or your farm or heating your broaders. Um, it could be heating your your, your tukus. ranch house, your tukus. <laughs> you could be burning weeds. You could be drying crops. You could be heating your swimming pool. You could. There's just so many things that propane can do as an energy source that's good for everybody. That makes economic sense. That you don't have to go out and blow billions of dollars worth of taxpayer money to get it in the general public's hands because we already have it. And imagine what we could do with all that money to help lift up those that are struggling right now. And it it could be big and we just need to embrace what we already have and and already use the clean American fuel that we got right here today. And uh, now if you go to thestateofenergy.com, you'll see a bunch of great information. Also, you can listen to our past shows when we were telling you what was going to be happening right now a year ago. Um, also, uh, rebates. We've also got rebates uh, information and how to find a propane job as well at thestateofenergy.com, correct? Yep, findapropanejob.com. Uh, we've got all of our past episodes we're listened to in 48 countries, 921 cities. Uh, you'll see all the articles that we talked about today. We'll have links to all those. Uh, the rebates, if you're gonna, if you're gonna looking at replacing a, a water heater, a stove, a furnace, a wood burning fireplace, we've got $200 for if you're located in Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, or Montana. Uh, we've got we got links to those rebates. So check it out, stateofenergy.com. I'm Randy Witt. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. We're always online at thestateofenergy.com.